Hello. <clears throat> Here are a few words now on nets. Fish nets. Fishermen and their nets. But the point here is I uh, just stumbled on a quick article. It was tweeted around as much as, you know, getting some echo on social media. That revealed that in the Pacific patch, one of the gyres if you want, the garbage patch on the Pacific, 46% of the plastic came from nets, fishing nets. Well, I thought to myself, well, you know, how could those nets just end up in the trash? Oh, sorry. So that was, that was quite revealing. How could those nets suddenly end up in the garbage patch? I mean, fishermen need their nets. How could those nets just lead astray? I mean, 46% of the garbage patch is our nets. Um... I mean, when I think of a fisherman, I think of uh, somebody who's uh, honing his craft, takes care of his tools, and hence his nets are precious to him or her, and they need it for their daily income. Well, they do. Um, but there's different types of fishing. And this is where the uh, answer comes into the 46% of plastic in the garbage patch in the Pacific actually comes from fishing nets. So this is what happens. Um, I was lucky to uh, be listening to a very smart person called Kyle Thurman, um, whom you can Google and you'll see he's extremely smart, highly communicative and very articulate when it comes to ocean matters, uh, issues related to the environment. And he himself has uh, being able to challenge many institutions directly by himself, and he's quite the voice. Um, somebody that's uh, quite an inspiration for many, uh, including myself. So, back to the nets. So, as I was describing the my idea of the fisherman, uh, it didn't make much sense to me uh, that uh, so many nets would be abandoned in the sea. So, <clears throat> or lost. So, I, uh, you know, did a little research, and it so happens that Yes, for the village fisherman or the one whose economy of the household depends on fishing, nets are very precious and they spend a lot of time built, making them if they can't afford to buy them and fixing them and refitting them and so forth. And they have a hard time because, you know, legislation in some parts of the world does apply to them and does catch up with them. So they can't fish at some times and so forth. And this is their income. And it's a, it's a tricky exercise. So for them, the nets are important. Sometimes they lose them and that's a problem for them and it has an economic impact and so forth. So actually, all these people are not part of the issue, actually. So the part of the issue starts with the large fishing groups, the large fishing fleets, and the large vessels that go out and go fishing and basically have to run a very tight economic exercise. Um, it's no fun either, rest assured, these are not evil people. But what happens is that their scale of economics uh, requires that they have these very, very important fishing nets. They are technologically very, very, very well put together. And their ability to fish depends on a lot of technology also where they use all kinds of equipment to optimize their routes. And the, what time comes where after a certain amount, 
the fishing nets no longer can keep the standard that they initially are set for, meaning speeds of boats, uh, the amount that they carry, the weights that they carry, and so forth. It actually affects the structure of it. And this is where the problem starts. Because the fishermen, what they do most of the time, according to this study, is they just cut loose those nets. Once they have finished their purpose and their X amount of hours, they are just cut loose and abandoned at sea. Just like that. So, what's next? Well, you know, we could imagine legislation would require that they bring back all their nets. Whatever net they buy has to be brought back in whatever state it is, or they will be penalized. Maybe. How long would that take? Well, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, that's one thing. Uh, how about, you know, they keep fixing the nets? Um, so there you go. Uh, all in all, that was the reason for so many nets uh, floating at sea and uh, accumulating, coagulating, if you will, around the different garbage patches. And that's where the plastic meets, and that's where the nets, quote-unquote, gather, simply because it's still cheaper for the fishermen and, quote-unquote, legal to some extent to just cut them loose and let them float away and put a new one in place. There you are. That was the reason, and that is the reason, why 46% of the plastic in the garbage patch comes from fishing nets. And if you want to know what else we can do, if you know that 46% of a garbage patch comes from one source, imagine you can cut that source, divide it in two, uh, suddenly the garbage patch does not grow as fast. I think it would be worth looking into it. All right, till the next recording, bye for now.